Stu Does America. Good evening, I am Stu Bergier and welcome to the fourth Republican debate pre-show presented by Blaze Media. If you're watching us right now on Blaze TV, thank you so much for joining us. If you haven't yet subscribed to our platform yet, Tonight's the night, really, blazedebate.com. If you use the promo code DEBATE, you'll save 30 bucks on your annual subscription. It's blazedebate.com. The promo code is DEBATE. I'm going to bring in my illustrious pre-show panel here momentarily, but first let me tell you about Raycon. I love Raycon. Uh, Raycon's everyday earbuds are awesome. They deliver high-quality audio on a 32-hour battery life, and they have a perfect in-ear fit for all day wear and lasting comfort. They don't fall out like all the other ones. They just stay in your ear. Glenn's literally acting out the commercial as I do it, which is really helpful, Glenn. Um, Raycon first made a name for, himself, for themselves in the audio space, but they've really kind of turned into an everything company. Right now, they've got Raycon PowerTech, they've got Raycon Home, and you can check out their Magic 180 uh, charging cable, which is really cool. If you ever get in one of those tight spots with a charging cable, Glenn, you know the story. As a, Glenn talks about this all the time off the air. Um, you, you need the Raycon version. Uh, also, be sure to check out their new faucet filter, which removes 99.9% .9 of the contaminants, bacteria, and chemicals in your sink water. Uh, Raycon has an easy and free guarantee for returns, and they offer free shipping and a buy now, pay later option. So hurry to buyraycon.com. you got to buy Christmas presents. Go to buyraycon.com slash stew. They're great ones. You get 15% off right now. Your entire Raycon order, perfect for last-minute gifts or to ring in the new year. Buyraycon.com slash stew. Get 15% off Raycon products. B-U-Y-R-A-Y-C-O-N.com slash stew. Joining me now as we head to the fourth Republican debate is Ali Beth Stuckey, host of Relatable with Ali Beth Stuckey and host of the Glenn Beck program, the appropriately named Glenn Beck, thank you so much for joining us. I, I came up with that name and the, the name of tonight's, tonight's uh, program. Uh, it's uh, the Fourth Republican Debate. I like that. You came yeah, up with that. I came up I, and the Glenn Beck program. Wow. wow. I did both of those. Wow. Both of those. So, yeah. No wonder you're in the Radio Hall of Fame. Mm -hmm. yeah, that's the type right. of things you do. No. Um, let me go to you first, Allie. Uh, I have not talked to you since all this election stuff happened. And so I'm kind of fascinated to hear what your take is on... Can you give me a 10,000-foot view of what we're seeing and what we're getting ready for? Yes, right? everything that's going on right now. So I'm excited about tonight's debate, mostly because I'm excited to see my girl, Megan Kelly. Ah, yes. Megan Kelly stand mm -hmm. for a long time. Otherwise, I'm not sure if I would be watching it, to be honest, and I wonder how many people feel that way. Um, you know, there are things I like about all of the candidates. Uh, Ritz Christie? That, well, he's my favorite, Glenn. <laughs> oh, wow. He is, I am, you know, yeah. Chris Christie is my guy. <laughs> no, not really. I, I forgot about him, honestly. I think a lot of <laughs> other people have, too. Um, you know, Nikki Haley has been in the news this week because of things that she said. She's disappointed me several times. Not that I, I mean, I didn't have super high expectations, but there are things I like about Nikki Haley. Yeah. The two things I'm talking about, or I guess the three things. She said some things on abortion. She invited Disney to come to South Carolina. Carolina, which I thought was so silly. Where are you going to put it? Do the South Carolinians really want Disney mm -hmm. infiltrating their schools, their curriculum? Of course not. Um, and then this week, she said she doesn't think that the law has a place to protect kids from things like double mastectomies for teenagers and chemical castration. I'm like, okay, if the law doesn't have a place for that, then we don't need the law. We don't need the law, period. Um, and so that's my feeling about Nikki Haley. I've got feelings about the other candidates, too. But I'll leave it at that for now, because that was fresh on my mind after I heard her say that. Today. Yeah, that was a weird, weird comment. I mean, I, you know, look, 
the law, I think all of us would like a limited government. I don't think we want a lot of government intrusion into parents' lives. But when you're talking about cutting body parts off at 12, I feel like this is... That's a good is, line. This right? is a good line. I feel yeah. like if we're gonna, there should be a bright line right around that, Glenn. I mean, what, what's Nikki trying to do here? Is she trying to play to the middle? She's going to be the vice president. You think? Yeah, oh. I think that's what she's playing for. Mm. She's playing for, I'm the reasonable Republican. Mm. Uh, with the unreasonable guy, Donald Trump, but I'm going to moderate. I think um, her as vice president with the, with the game that she's playing now. I mean, I know Nikki Haley. Mm -hmm. She's reasonable. She's the thing that I think she's really being honest about, or her true views, war. Okay? She's, yeah. she's much more of a hawk than I care um, to have. But... Um, this stuff, I just don't believe that's Nikki Haley. I think that's, I think that's her saying, I'm a woman, hear me roar, and I'm just like you, mom in the suburbs, and yeah. I'm going to tap this guy down. But that position that, that we've been talking about is not just like you, mom. I mean, this is what, right. what I mean, it's like 80% of people think you shouldn't be cutting off body parts at 12 years old. This isn't even playing Jeez, to a popular position. The, I, I really, I, I mean, I could be wrong here. But I really think she is trying to uh, temper the entire party, um, but, but mainly uh, Donald Trump. She's trying to look like the reasonable person. Mm. Look, this is all going to be won by independents. Okay, I don't care. I really don't care who, well, Chris Christie, I may not. But I don't care which one of these guys is actually the final. I'll walk through a wall of fire to vote for any of them, okay, <laughs> against what we have right now. Um, and it's, but it's going to be done by the independents. Everyone knows what they're getting with Joe Biden. Everyone knows what they're going to get with Donald Trump. It's going to be the vice president that makes the difference here, mm. I think. Um, let me go back to, you mentioned abortion as well. Th this one, I think, fits really well into what you're talking about. You know, there are polls out there that say, you know, um, you know, my position, your position, your position on abortion is too extreme. It's yeah. too far to the right. It's too restrictive. And Nikki Haley, who I think has always been pro-life as far as I know, is trying to walk this line of basically like, well, let's just see where polls land and we'll say it's that many weeks. And she seems to be trying to play this middle ground and please everybody. And like, I don't know, for me... It's just not an issue that you play with like that. Yeah, of course not. I morally agree with you. She's probably trying to be a little bit more pragmatic about it. I guess my question is, you think that she's running for vice president. I guess I've always seen it as her just trying to run to the left of Ron DeSantis, her trying to contrast herself against him um, to make herself, I don't know, a more... I'm not saying, well, I'm not saying that that's been her intent the whole time. Mm. You think that's where she is? I think that's where she is now. Ended up. Okay, I no. think she's... Tonight, she has got to knock DeSantis uh, out. I mean, somebody's got to ra uh, knock uh, Ramaswamy out. He's at, yeah. what, 5%. So they've been, she's the one who's really taken him down. Um, Do you think she has taken him down? Because to me, it seems like he has really gotten under her skin. That makes her look weak to me. Mm, that's interesting. Now, she's done well in polls, and, and, and there's some belief that 
they almost like Ramaswamy on stage as a, as a heel, right? Like as a person that yeah. they can attack and beat up yeah. on, mm-hmm. and he kind of fires back, and you get the, get the fireworks. I mean, if you remember from that last debate, it was Haley versus Ramaswamy. Every clip was those two going at each other, and Tonight, Ron DeSantis, who was in ahead of both of them, yeah. you know, doesn't get any media attention. Tonight, I think she has to start going after Ron DeSantis, and Ron DeSantis has to start going after her. 19, 20, you know, 19%, 22%. You got to separate yourself from each other. You yeah. Know? What does this do, though, uh, other than it do really good things for the guy who's ahead by twenty-five points? I mean, if you're b- battling second and third place, going at each other, what what's the strategy in that? I mean, like, I, you, no one seems to want to say anything about Donald Trump. I understand it's tough. It's like a tough line to walk with voters who really love the guy. But like, at some point, you have to make your case that you're better than him. Like, it's yeah, I'm better than the they're person in to. third place is a weird stance. I don't think they're going to. They're not going to. They're not going to do that. He's going to win the. Um, he's going to win the primary. Um, so it's all, so it's all a competition for for VP. At this I point. really think so. Well, DeSantis is definitely not going to get the VP slot. Though. No. So don't you He's, think his camp thinks that there is a path for him, or do you think that they? I think his path is something's wrong with Donald Trump. Yeah. That his path is they put him in jail. Uh, he yes. something happens that makes him right. abs- just count him out then mm-hmm. he's got, you'll we, we have to have a number two. Yeah. Uh, because it'll, the number two will be the pick for right. the party. Let me ask you this question. I'm going to get this from both of you if we can. There's two arguments here. Who's in second place? Ron DeSantis would say, I'm in second place. He's ahead in the national polls over uh, Haley. Um, and he's ahead of Haley in Iowa. He's within, you know, 20, 22 points. I think the latest poll that just came out uh, today. He's, so, he's again, that's not a... Close race, but it's not as much of a blowout as you see in the national polls. Haley, on the other hand, is close in Iowa. She's ahead in New Hampshire, and she's ahead in South Carolina, her home state. So, I mean, if you had to say who's in second place right now, what do you think, Allie? Gosh, I would say DeSantis. Mm -hmm. I would. Uh, I mean, even just pulling aside the feeling that I get from people and when I talk to my audience, which is a lot of suburban moms, it's still DeSantis. We just... We like him. We like what he fought for. I do think he is trying to talk about Trump more than any other Republican candidate. Of course, Chris Christie is going to, but in a different way. Chris Christie is running to the left of Trump, DeSantis to the right. I think DeSantis has tried to say, yeah, remember Fauci? Remember COVID? Remember when he criticized me for the six-week abortion ban? That is tough to do, and he always knew it was going to be tough to criticize Donald Trump, but I agree. Someone's got to do it. Yeah, I mean, Christopher Wray is another one. Like, everyone keeps talking about Christopher Wray. He's been in the news so much. I mean, he's appointed by Donald Trump. And Uh, Donald Trump has said the jury's still out on him. Yeah, that's recent. I don't think the jury's out on Christopher Wray. Right, right. Who do you think's in second place? Uh... I think in the minds of Republicans, it is DeSantis. Mm -hmm. But I think in reality, if the polls hold in those first three states, it's Haley. Mm. Um, DeSantis, if he loses Iowa, he's done? Do you agree with that? No. You think he can still go on after Iowa? I think he has to. Really? Yeah. I, I honestly, this is the first time. Usually it's like, will you guys just drop out, please? You know, usually it's like that. We have to have a number two. Mm. We have to have a strong number two. Not because I think Donald Trump's not going to get the, the uh, nomination, but because if we don't have a number two, we could be put into chaos by whatever the Democrats 
and their rigged juries and their rigged court cases are going to do. Mm. We have to have number two. All right. Uh, the debate's coming up in about uh, 20 minutes or so. Glenn's going to be joining us uh, to, uh, you know, kind of do commentary during the debate and a post show as well for Blaze TV subscribers. So check that out. Uh, BlazeDebate.com. The code is debate. Uh, Glenn, thanks so much. Thank and, you. Uh, we'll see you in a little bit. Are you going to um, talk about whiskey again? I was thinking about it. That's why we had to kick you out of here. Look, Fox and Odin, Craft American Whiskey, is a sponsor here. And uh, if I'm, I get a little nervous with Glenn just looking at his eyes whenever I have the Fox and Odin bottle because he looks a little bit too intrigued by it. I'm going to keep him away from that bottle for a while. Look, Thanksgiving is over. Christmas is on the way. And that means it's time to settle into your favorite chair, kick your feet up near the fireplace, and have a glass of Fox and Odin whiskey. You've worked hard this year. You earned a little bit of react, uh, re relaxation, and Fox and Odin is the best way to do this. Uh, they are created to honor the wild beauty around us, a snow-capped mountain, the field of wildflowers, a roaring waterfall, I, or I, I don't know, your kid's swing set in the backyard. Maybe that's the way to do it. Uh, this holiday season, let these perfectly blended spirits complement the view. A warm fire, maybe a shared meal, packages wrapped in ribbon and left under a tree. However you celebrate, enjoy it to the fullest with double gold award-winning Fox and Odin craft whiskey. Uh, taste the holidays. Taste the spirit of the holidays with Fox and Odin. Buy online, ship it to your door or anyone you need. For It's a great gift. It's a great-looking bottle. They're going to love this stuff. Foxandodin.com. Fox and ODEN.com. Use the promo code STU and you get 30% off. Plus, free shipping on all orders. Please drink responsibly. And uh, what perfect uh, segue to bring in Chad Prather. Uh, please drink responsibly, Chad. How are you? <laughs> wow. Um, I think Glenn Beck spit in this. I, uh, it's water. Water. I'm a weird sorry. Transformation yeah. from Glenn to me, right? Yeah, it's a, it's yeah. a little bit different. Um, there's been uh, there's a little bit of a change in the chair, but we this appreciate you joining us. about to get wild. All right, yeah. <laughs> that's where we're going. Uh, Chad, of course, host of the Chad Prather Show, right here on Blaze TV. Um, Ali, uh, so let's let's kind of look at where we stand here. After, I mean, do these things even matter? Do these debates matter at this point? Because I think a lot of people look at this and say, "Look, Trump's not there. He's the guy in first place." Why are we bothering with this? But, I mean, as Glenn just pointed out, a number two in this election might be more important than ever. Yeah, I think that's true. Now, I don't think most people are thinking along the lines of what Glenn said, that we need a number two in case something happens with Donald Trump. Mm -hmm. I just am not sure if most people, the normal people, are paying that much attention yeah. to what's going on. I don't think most people, most voters are going to be watching the debate tonight. Now, I think it's interesting, but even as someone who is into politics and the news myself, I'm not sure that I would be watching the entire debate if this were just, you know, a regular night at home for me. So I agree until it is, in my opinion, Ron DeSantis versus Donald Trump. It's not that interesting to that many people. Chad, have you been into these debates? You've been watching them? No, not a thing. Not, <laughs> not a at all. Thing. Really? Not a single thing. I, uh, <laughs> That's not how you're supposed to promote our debate coverage. I know, not a single thing. No, I've paid attention to them. I, you know, I keep up with it. About like a lot of times, we consume a lot of news, a lot of yeah. culture, a lot of politics. So you try to keep up with, with what's going on, and uh, you know, the, the every bit of oh. it. No, it would be. Am I, am I, am yeah, your mic. So you're having uh, some uh, mic talk issues. To, talk to Allie. Okay. okay. Get better insight. She, yeah, I, I totally agree. She's <laughs> Here we go. Um, yeah, we're breaking down the. Yeah, they're, they're, this is what happens. So look, this is live coverage. This is what happens. All right, yeah. go ahead, Chad. Back to me, Stu. That was so, fast. Uh, wow. Maybe if they toss a knife out there on the debate stage there we go. and just uh, and just be like, you guys go for it. They'll fight to the death kind of thing. Mm. No, I, I agree with what Glenn was saying a little while ago. I think you do have to have a number two. I agree with him also. I think Nikki Haley in reality is it would beat DeSantis in regards to this. Mm. 
because I think DeSantis, who was a rock star for Florida when he jumped in for this 24 election, just started to, uh, I mean, it was a great debate the other night, I thought, with Gavin Newsom. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He's, he's, he's still a sharp guy. I mean, he's got the answers. He's run his state very well. But there was something uh, just that just kind of transformed whenever he jumped into the presidential race that did not translate well, I what think, you, to the American what voters. What do you think it is? I, I, I see almost a different Ron. I mean, if you just look at looking at it purely from a political candidate standpoint, he started to look weaker. I don't know if that was the Ron DeSanctimonious thing got to him. His, his suits, he, he lost a lot of weight. His suit started to wear a little bit different. Mm. Um, the lift thing and the boots, I don't try to get into. I mean, when I'm making fun of something, that's one thing. But on a serious note, I try not to focus on stuff like that. It gets a little silly. Sure. But but it just, there was like something, it's almost like they, they stopped shooting him from the Superman pose from below and started shooting him down, and he just didn't mm. look as big anymore. So you, it's mm. a lot of just imagery. Uh, imagery yeah. and the rhetoric, the smile thing. People started really focusing in on some of the, the weird nuances that everybody has. Yeah. And that's, that's I, politics. That's, they try to make you look weak. Which, listen, I said a long time ago, I said once, once DeSantis jumps into the race, what the news media is going to start doing, they're going to add two words to everything they always said about Trump, and that's, that's going to be, he's worse. Mm. They're going to say, well, you know, Ron DeSantis, Trump's doing this, but Ron DeSantis, he's worse. And that's exactly what they started to do. And I, I think they kind of created the, the imagery around that as well. Um, I think one thing that I've noticed with DeSantis, and this, and it, you bring up the Gavin Newsom debate, which he was really good in. Like, I, I thought he did a really good job. And part of it, I think, is in that debate, he was on the attack, right? Yeah. And I think, and I don't think that he can go on the attack in a Republican primary against Trump, because I think he'll lose. Exactly. But he's trying to walk some weird line. He's trying to be careful. He's trying to say to Trump voters, hey, like, yeah, your guy is pretty good. He did a good job, but I'll be a little bit better. And, you know, there's a problem here and I'll be able to solve that a little bit better. He promised you this and I'll do a little bit better. And that's a much different thing than he was trying to do against Gavin Newsom. Gavin yeah. Newsom, he was saying, you suck and I'm great. He can't do that with Trump. Well, it's a tough can't. line to walk. And that's exactly what I was going to say is that Ron DeSantis, when we loved him the most, it's because he, we had a common enemy. His enemy was our enemy and he was our guy that was going yeah. on the front lines and saying, you know what, I'm going to take this bully for you. I'm going to talk down, you know, to this yeah. reporter. I'm going to talk about Fauci. I'm going to defend, you know, the vulnerable, the voiceless, the people who feel like they don't have power. I'm going to be their man. But now he doesn't have, we don't necessarily all have a common enemy because he's trying to get people to vote for him that really love Donald Trump or that at least like Donald Trump. Most Republicans wouldn't call Donald Trump an enemy. And so, as you said, he's trying to walk that line, and I have sympathy for it. It's hard. That's got to be difficult because he may be right about all the things that Donald Trump did wrong, but you can't go up there and rag on the guy. Yeah. You just can't. And, and, like, I, and he hasn't, so which has made it difficult for him. Give me a split on this. How do you see this? Is so far the campaign, because, again, no votes have been cast. You know, Rick Santorum, Mike Huckabee were both very low in the polls at this point. In Iowa, there's still plenty of time. So I don't want to just dismiss this. But if you were to say how the campaign has gone so far, I think everyone would acknowledge like Trump's been a big has been ahead. Maybe it hasn't gone as well for Ron DeSantis as you had hoped. How much of this is DeSantis doing something wrong 
And how much of this is just Donald Trump being a unique force in the Republican primary with those voters? And it's just not a solvable equation. And we've seen a lot of talented politicians try to do this. And, uh, you know, since 2016, no one's been able to do it on the Republican primary side. (laughs) It's a weird dynamic, right? Uh, A lot of people, they try to think of Trump as being some buffoon. I will tell you, as tonight's moderator, Megyn Kelly, has said many times that Trump knows how to suck the air out of the room. Mm -hmm. But it's in a positive way because his charisma is just overwhelming. That translates in so many ways, hence the reason the blue-collar guy that's working underneath a car at an oil chain shop understands a billionaire from New York, right? That this He just knows how to put that person, personality out there that's larger than life. Now, to be clear, I, I still, I, I think if we're discussing who should be the number two, I think DeSantis is that guy. Mm-hmm. I don't want my earlier comments to be taken out to say I want Nikki Haley. I really don't. <laughs> I really, really don't. And, uh, and of course, there's a lot of things that I wish that he would attack Trump on. Attack maybe is a strong word, but he needs to be called on the carpet with things that he said. Whether it's warp speed or the, the abortion thing, he needs to be called out on. Because to me, both of those things are virtually unforgivable, and Trump's never going to ask for forgiveness on either of those things, and that's disappointing. So somebody should call him out on those things consistently. Yeah, and you know, it's, it, it, I mean, what do you think of the strategy here? Because he decided not to do these debates. Obviously, poll-wise, it's worked so far. But I mean, I do feel like it's 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 hollowed out this primary process. Like I would like to see Donald Trump answer those questions. He's going to have to answer them eventually, at least in the general, if he's if he is the nominee. I mean, what do you think about him not coming to these? Is, is was it the right strategy? Should he have done it, or you know, what do you think he should have done? You know, I remember when I realized, you know, funny business with the last election aside, but when I realized that for sure Donald Trump was going to struggle more than anyone even thought previously with the female vote. And that was in that one debate with Biden Mm -hmm. where he was constantly talking over him and he seemed like the bully and he might've been right, but poor Joe Biden, sweet, empathetic, compassionate (laughs) Joe Biden just seemed like the good guy who was empathetic and kind and Trump looked awful. He looked awful in that debate. So I think Trump is a guy that is more likable when he is heard less. And yes, he says some things on Truth Social that I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't believe he said that. But most people aren't seeing that. Right. Most people aren't seeing what he posts on Instagram and things like that. And they don't really care about the distinctimonious thing. That doesn't turn them off that much. Mm-hmm. He is probably doing better, kind of like Joe Biden, by not being heard as much. Because when he talks, he gets himself in trouble. That's true. Mm-hmm. I, I want to come back to this in a second. I want to talk about the strategy from the media on this. Because... The question really kind of is, is this an intentional strategy? Do they want Trump to be the nominee because they think they can take him out? Now, we've seen that backfire before, but still, it's an interesting uh, conversation. Let's come back to that here in a second. First, got to pause for a second to talk about Jace Daily from our friends at Jace Medical. Jace Daily is a subscription service that allows you to get up to 12 months of a backup supply of your prescription medications. Covers a lot of medications, you know, from, you've got cholesterol uh, issues, diabetes, heart health, blood pressure, even mental health. Jace Daily has a ton of add-on options as well. Your order is reviewed by a certified healthcare professional and delivered straight to your door. So, you know, being prepared for, you know, all the things that might happen medically is something that you need to think about. I mean, we think about food and water and all these things if something goes wrong. Well, medicine's really important too. So find peace of mind by having a long-term supply of your vital medications on hand. Go to jacemedical.com right now and subscribe to Jace Daily. If you use the promo code STU, you can get a big discount on your order. It's jacemedical.com, J-A-S-E medical.com. Subscribe to Jace Daily today at jacemedical.com. The code is STU. So Chad, Is it an intentional strategy here? We were just talking about this, how we don't hear a lot from Donald Trump. Obviously, if he becomes the nominee, 
Every quote-unquote bad thing he says, they're going to make look even worse. Everything that he did in office, they're going to try to trash. They're going to be talking about everything he does, every misstep, every bit of the trial. I mean, he was testify a former president of the United States was testifying in a court case and it was nowhere. They weren't even talking about it. Yeah. He didn't get any coverage at all. It seems to me that they want him to win this nomination because they think they can beat him. Now that might be totally wrong. He's obviously proven that wrong before, but it seems like right now what they want is to keep Donald Trump kind of in that, you know, uh, time heals all wounds mode for Republican primary voters. Yeah. Let him win and then they go on the attack. Well, I think Republican campaigns would love nothing more than to see a Joe Biden meltdown sometime in the next nine months, right? Where mm -hmm. the guy suddenly goes into full-blown dementia, doesn't know his name and, you know. That's a very scary thing it, for the I mean, country, it, it, but it, yes. Very, yeah. But I think a lot of people are going, see, we told you all along. And so I think if you flip that over, the folks on the left are looking at it and saying, we want to see Trump go as far as he can because the justice system's going to take care of him. These indictments are going to catch up with him. He's going to wind up in prison and we're going to say, aha, see, that told you that was your that was your candidate. And, and ultimately, he's going to defeat himself. I don't see that happening because they, they are scared of him. In that, in that they, you know, in 2016, they turned the algorithm up, but they didn't turn it up enough because Hillary thought she was a shoe-in. Yeah. And that's when they took Trump for granted, mm -hmm. right? And they know it's going to be close no matter what if Trump's in there. But they, they're waiting on that train wreck to happen. I just, I mean, this guy... Man, let me tell you, the guy, we, you wake up at, you know, early in the morning a few years ago and we go to Twitter and the guy tweeted out Kafefe. Six years later, we're still talking about what in the world Kafefe means. It means, he, you know, his Adderall ran out and he fell asleep with his finger on the keyboard and he typed Kafefe and we woke up and we're still talking about it like he was playing 4D chess and some kind of QAnon thing. It's like the guy has so much power to control everything. It, isn't it amazing? They can, they can try to silence him, but he still speaks volumes. Mm, it is very, very interesting. Okay, so we've got about, I don't know, four or five minutes here before this debate is going to start. They, it, it is an interesting, uh, Ileana Johnson from uh, Washington Free Beacon is going to be there, Elizabeth Far Vargas uh, as well, and uh, Megan Kelly. I was on with Megan earlier today. Are you uh, dropping names now? Uh, yeah, well, yes, I am. I wasn't on with Elizabeth Vargas uh, or, or Ileana Johnson, but Who Megan. Who cares? Yeah, Both <laughs> of you have been on Megan. I'm still, I'm still knocking on the door. Like, what's up, Megan? Yeah. Uh, I think, any day is coming. Yeah, any day. Any day now. I doubt it. Um, she is, uh, I think she's going to, I think I, this is the best crew they put up there, I think, by far. Uh, to, I, I'm interested in actually hearing their questions. I mean, one of the key things about a Republican debate is I'd like to hear questions that Republican voters might be, find interesting, yeah. right? Unlike the Fox News one, where everything yeah. was couched in, like, the liberal assumption before yeah. they asked the question. Which is wild. I, I mean, that shouldn't be the way it is. So, um, a couple minutes left. Allie, let me go to you for, uh, for Ron DeSantis. What does Ron DeSantis need to do tonight? If you were in his ear, you're behind, you're back stage right now. He's getting prepped up. What's the type of thing? Does he need to go bold? What, what's his approach here? Uh, I, honestly, I think that his toughest match is not Nikki Haley on the debate on the debate stage, but Vivek, mm. because Vivek is really the only one trying to run to the right of Ron DeSantis um, in certain ways. And he's saying all the right things in a very aggressive and viral way. Yeah. I mean, that used to be Ron DeSantis. He was the guy that could say the thing that was so conservative that no one else was willing to say and it would go viral. But now Vivek is trying to do that. So 
just as far as the debate goes, which I think the only people watching it are the people on Twitter anyway, like we need those moments. You need to be the most conservative, the most assertive, the just most aggressive guy on the stage saying the things that we conservatives want you to say. And he can because he understands it, I think, better than Vivek. Vivek is very talented rhetorically. I think that DeSantis has a better handle on the policies. So show that in a way that is just as compelling as when you were going against Fauci. Mm, yeah, I think that's, uh, I mean, DeSantis would love Vivek to drop out. Like that would be yes. very good. Not because I he's going to so get an too. extra four or five percent, but then he would be the most conservative person, even though I think he actually probably is as or more, more conservative than Vivek. Yeah. Um, let's go over for you. I know you're a Nikki Haley fan. Apparently, <laughs> yeah. You found that out tonight. Huge Nikki, uh, huge Listen, Nikki Haley fan. I mean, you know what she said the other day about kids transitioning, as far as I'm concerned, that completely disqualifies her on a moral level on all of this stuff. Um, yeah. And. Uh, but Vivek, probably, you're right. I think he, uh, Ali, I think he probably has at least a, a dozen potentially viral statements and zingers already lined up <laughs> oh, yeah. in the gun yeah. to shoot out. Don't he's good be at too that. planned with it, though. He, yeah. he, you know, you, I mean, you're a comedian, Chad. You, you, yeah. There's certain things you do. Like, you come the on a show. Yeah. When you've got the bit written and you come out and you're so excited to do it, that's what I see, like, every time with Vivek. Yeah. He's got three lines he really wants to say, and as second his mic turns on, yeah. he's got to say them. It's, it, like, it's fun tomorrow to put them on, on X and Instagram, but, again, they're sort of disingenuous ingenuous, right? Mm -hmm. And it's like, how much can I irritate Nikki Haley tonight? And he's managed to do a great job of it. Yeah. I think Ron's got to quit with the fake smile, quit being the politician so much for a minute uh, and, and grab the knife that's on the floor in the middle of the candidates and start yeah. drawing blood. Yeah. He's really got to do that because we're at war in this situation, not only with the left, but to make sure that the best person is, is the candidate for 2024. And, it's, and I, I, we need a fighter in there. These are barbaric times we're living in with all the things we're dealing with in this country and an insanely, wildly progressive, nonsensical administration that basically is being controlled by a group of crazy women in Congress. We've got to we've got to win this. Yeah, it's interesting, too. You look at the, the final four here and, and then along with Donald Trump, really the only one you might say it would not be obviously classified as a fighter would be Haley. Right. Like DeSantis, you'd say that about Vivek. You'd say it even about Christie. Right. Like, I mean, Christie, for all of his policy issues I have with him, he is a guy that likes to brawl with everybody. And mm -hmm. of course, Trump would certainly be seen that yeah. way. Uh, and that's what the Republicans want. You know, I mean, I, and that's why it's going to be interesting to see if Haley can do something here, because she kind of does represent, I think, a Republican Party from years ago. Mm -hmm. You know, she has a policy prescription that was popular years ago. So it'll be interesting to see if she can kind of put this together. She's had a good run here and we'll see if she has a good debate tonight. That's all we're going to have uh, time for tonight um, as we go into the debate. It starts here in just seconds. Uh, the fourth Republican debate pre-show. Thanks so much for joining us on it. Uh, Chad Prather, host of the Chad Prather Show. Ali Beth Stuckey, host of Relatable with Ali Beth Stuckey. Thanks so much for joining us, guys. I appreciate it. Um, make sure to catch both of their shows right here on Blaze TV. If you haven't yet subscribed, be sure to head to blazedebate.com, enter the promo code DEBATE, and save 30 bucks off your annual subscription. One more time, it's blazedebate.com. The promo code is DEBATE, and you'll save 30 bucks. Be sure to stay tuned. Blaze Media's coverage of the fourth Republican debate continues in just a few minutes.